Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. Renegade, Renegade Talk Radio. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the American Journal. I am your host, Harrison Smith. Very, very happy to be here with you. Good Lord, what a, what a news day we have for you today. At a certain point, I had to just stop gathering news. Like there's, there's still news out there that we're not even going to be able to get to today because at a certain point, I think, it, I, think I crossed the line into uh, actually abusing my crew by just piling on how much news I'm making them uh, print out and gather videos for. Uh, there's just a lot of news. I don't know what to tell you. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of news. There's more news than we can possibly get to today, but we'll try to get to all of it. We'll begin today as we do every day with our Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Friday, the 1st of September, 2023. Start off with a heartbreaking story from the Gateway Pundit. Joe Biggs sobs in court after he's sentenced to 17 years in prison. Former InfoWars reporter, contributor, someone I consider my personal friend, really drives home what we're up against and what the price people are not willing to pay, but being forced to pay for support of free speech and attempting to take our country back from the globalists. As this article reports, observers in the courtroom broke out in tears as Judge Timothy Kelly sentenced Joseph Biggs to 204 months in prison for walking in the Capitol building for approximately 20 minutes during the Capitol riot on January 6th. Kelly noted prior offenders who were found guilty of seditious conspiracy had all murdered people, attempted to murder masses of people, bombed or attempted to bomb buildings and planes and committed other violent crimes that resulted in mass casualty. But the Trump-appointed federal judge proceeded to throw the book at the decorated veteran who earned two Purple Hearts while serving in Iraq and Afghanistan wars, warning Biggs' trespassing violation and shaking a fence for a moment as Congress secured Biden's presidency warrants severe penalty. And we'll get into that story a little bit more and explain to you just how thoroughly our justice system has been warped and compromised and rigged against American patriots. Our prayers go out to him. Again, we'll get back to that story. Meanwhile, Ron DeSantis's $50 million super PAC has closed after donors were spooked by rookie mistakes. Strategist John Thomas secured $50 million in donations for the Ron to the Rescue PAC, but the group will shut down after donors had second thoughts on the campaign after basic errors. Another, another chime in the death knell of Ron DeSantis and his poorly advised presidential campaign. Meanwhile, from Infowars.com, UN publishes final draft of declaration that targets misinformation as they back the WHO pandemic treaty. The United Nations, no fan of free speech and its plans to address so-called misinformation, disinformation, hate speech, and stigmati- uh, stigmatization is on the verge of being finalized. And we'll tell you what's included in that new catastrophic threat to your freedom to think, learn, and tell the truth. And another story in political persecution, the judge in Georgia has said that Donald Trump's Georgia trial will be televised and live streamed. Former President Donald Trump's criminal trial in Fulton 
County, Georgia, will be televised and live-streamed on the Internet, Fulton County Superior Court Judge Scott McAfee announced Thursday. They'll allow reporters to use their computer and cell phones inside the courtroom so long as they're not used to record the trial. This announcement is aligned with Fulton County policy that broadcasts judicial proceedings on its YouTube channel. That'll be that'll be a wonderful distraction, won't it? Won't that be fun to watch? Finally, we have this hashtag ban the ACL trends on Twitter after uh, ADL uh, trends on Twitter after ADL CEO meets with ex CEO on expanding censorship. Boy, they have been getting some heat on Twitter. We'll talk a lot about that today. We'll talk all about the ADL. Why it's not just not a you know anti-Semitic to despise and want to destroy the ADL. Uh, it's actually your your uh, responsibility as a patriot to oppose this censorious and self-appointed group. Stay with us. It'll be a good show today. It's Friday, September first, year of our Lord, twenty twenty-three. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time to blow this thing. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to The American Journal, Infowars.com, band.video. We're talking a lot about the ADL today. We're talking about just the globalist conspiracy, how it's manifesting. We've got autonomous robots being built by the tens of thousands to replace uh, human beings in war. We've got globalist colonies being built around the world and around the U.S. as the globalists seek to uh, uh, siphon themselves off or, or silo themselves off from the consequences of their policies. We've got political persecution. We've got a Canadian murder hoax. We've got all sorts of political news. Just a ton to cover today. We'll open up the phone lines for your calls as well. And we'll be welcoming a guest in the third hour to talk about transhumanism and the inexorable rise of the machines. A lot of this news is not fun. Mocking the ADL will be fun. Stay tuned for that. We're gonna go. We're gonna go heavy on the ADL today. But it's Friday morning. We do want to start with a, at least a little bit of joy, a little bit of fun. If you can't laugh at the civilization crumbling around you, well, then how are you gonna find joy in life? So we'll go to clip number one first. Here's a. <laughs> The president of the United States, Joe Biden, calling his secretary of transportation, Pete Booty Juice. Let's watch. Thank you, Secretary Booty Juice. Somebody help that man. (laughs) (laughs) President of the United States, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) thing is i don't even know if he's pronouncing it wrong i still don't know how to pronounce the man's name but a geek booty juice booty jeej i I still don't know i still don't know but there you go all right that you know we can have we can have a little bit more fun too we got another clip that's uh 
That's kind of funny here. Uh, clip number four. This is the UK Defense Secretary. His name is Grant Shapps. And he's uh, making an exciting announcement about the total and complete surrender of national sovereignty to international globalist forces. He's very excited to do this, and he's got a special guest to make this announcement. Clip number four. Here's UK Defense Secretary Grant Shapps. Well, as you know, I've just taken over the Department of Energy Security and Net Zero. One of the most important thing is to do the transition. And what better way to get a hand, helping hand on this than with this gentleman right here? Hey, Bill, how are you doing? Hey, oh to be meeting with you. And you too as well. We are going to be discussing this uh, energy breakthrough, the, the way to uh, transition the entire world to uh, Net Zero, uh, but make sure that we've got good, reliable, cheap energy. So looking forward to working together on all this. Fantastic. Have you ever seen have you ever seen a robot really try hard to be convincingly human? You ever see you, I think you just did. I think you just did. I just I don't know. Do you think he knew this was happening? Like was this a little pre-planned thing uh, for our radio listeners? That was Bill Gates uh, lurking shadily behind the, like behind a poster. And this guy's like, I just took over uh, energy security and net zero. Like, right, I just took over the, the part of the government that's going to depopulate the planet by restricting the food supply. And I'm here with Bill Gates. And it's Bill Gates just like, hello, yes. Hi, I am a good pleasure to meet you, sir. <laughs> it's like, he's so uncomfortable. He's so awkward. These are the people driving us towards extinction. It's uh, really something else. I wonder if he's just like, I will do a little video, Bill. I'll take off my phone, do a little introduction. You go look over over there in the shadow. You go look in the shadow like a creep, and I'll pan over to you when it's time. And just to make sure not to say anything charismatic or, or uh, genial whatsoever. Just sort of uh, say some uh, blanket uh, human statement, if you will, please. Sorry, I want to play it again. Can we play it again? I just want to I just want to revel in the fact that the people that are trying to destroy humanity have such a hard time being human themselves. Like maybe that's what it is. Maybe this is like a true revenge of the nerds type of thing where the the nerds have like a seething hatred and, and uh, just sort of jealousy of the jocks. They just want to destroy them. Like maybe this is just like people that aren't quite human. They're not all there and they just hate humans because we're human. I mean maybe that's it. It's just jealousy, envy. A seething desire to see us destroyed let's let's watch this again and just <laughs> it's like there used to be a time if you wanted to be a despotic hateful tyrant you had to have some pizzazz you had to have some some attractiveness some charisma you had to rile people up you had to appeal to the, their emotions now it's just these like creepy middle-aged pudgy men with really high voices just being like we're just we're gonna save the world. We're gonna save the world from humans by killing them all. And uh, I think this is a great example of it of Bill Gates just just lurking in the background like a creep, and uh, basically says like what what you say if you're like a telemarketer, right? You like calling, "Good evening, sir. How are you doing this evening?" Right? Just very um, robotic, inhuman, disconnected. And awkward. Let's uh, go now again to uh, to Bill Gates trying his best to be human. Let's watch. 
Well, as you know, I've just taken over the department of NG security and Net Zero. One so this of the guy's most excited. To do he's got the some, he's high energy. And what better way to get a hand, helping hand on this than with this gentleman right here? Hey, Bill, how you doing? Hey, great to be meeting with you. And you too as well. <laughs> we are going to be discussing this. Uh, Hello, it's great. The way to uh, be meeting with you. World to, <laughs> oh, I bet uh, it is. Zero. No, you seem very uh, excited and happy. Cheap energy. So looking forward to working together on all this. Fantastic. Fantastic. Good, great. We done with the little video now? We have trillions to kill. Amazing stuff, truly. It, it, it almost is like a brilliant illustration of just how glo- globalism works. You have an excited, uh, just vaguely charismatic front man who's going to be the politician to enact the policies, but lurking right behind him, just out of frame is the creepy technocratic billionaire who's actually pulling the strings. It's actually a brilliant illustration of everything that we're up against. So thank you for that unintended insight into the structure of the world's power. See, now now, I've, now I feel bad because we're going to – the next story we're going to cover, we're going to totally shift gears. I at least wanted to start on a high note. At least wanted to start poking fun at the globalist psychos, but – when we get back, we will talk about Joe Biggs, and we will treat it with all of the sadness it deserves, I guess you could say. We're going to be, uh, yeah, talking about a lot of just depressing madness today. We'll try to keep it upbeat, and we'll try to remember that uh, we're not going to get bogged down in this. We have to th- thread the needle Walk the tightrope between acknowledging what a horrific situation we find ourselves in and how it's only getting worse while understanding that if we want it to get better, if we want to stop these bad times, if we want to reverse the trajectory of humanity and reclaim greatness, then we can't let all of this bad news weigh us down. In fact, we have to oppose it with everything we've got. We will do that. I do want to remind you to go to InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWarsStore.com is the only way we get support. But best of all, it has incredible products that will improve your life if taken as directed and especially combined with a positive lifestyle, as we were covering yesterday with the Blue Zones. It turns out if you want longevity, if you want a long, healthy, prosperous, and happy life, you need community, you need religion, you need faith, joy and to be eating right and supplementing because frankly the food we're getting does not have the ingredients that we need no matter how healthy it is so make sure you're doing what you need to for your health and for the info war at infowarsstore.com we'll be right back don't go anywhere to the sad and painful fact that we've been under a multinational globalist deep state intelligence agency controlled coup for decades in this country. We didn't have full control 30, 40 years ago, but they're really attempting full control now. And that's where we are. And InfoWars has engaged in the best long-term analysis of the enemy operation and predicted the resistance movement would form against it and the fact that we would have major successes against the enemy, but they would then double, triple, quadruple down. That's where we are now. So it's more important than ever that InfoWars stay on the air. I just want to thank you all for your support and spreading the word. It's more important than ever that we get funding. We try to make it easier for you to fund us. 
by simply going to InfoWarsStore.com and getting great products that enrich you and your family's lives. I want to just encourage you all to not forget that without you, we won't be here. So please go to InfoWarsStore.com today, and I thank you. Omega-3 fatty acids are needed for optimal strength, and they can only be obtained through diet. They can be found in grass-fed beef, which is why the ruling class is trying to ban it. And they can be found in fish, which are arguably the best source of omega-3s. But the problem today is finding fish without a high mercury content. Your best option is our ultimate fish oil and ultimate krill oil at InfoWarsStore.com. Omega-3 fatty acids are essential for both our neurological and cardiovascular systems, our brain and our heart. They improve mood, mental clarity, and immune function. Get your essential omega-3 fatty acids from the best sources available, ultimate fish oil and ultimate krill oil. Get some today at InfoWarsStore.com. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the American Journal. Very sad, although. Not unexpected occurrence yesterday. Former InfoWars reporter, Patriot veteran, Purple Heart winner, Joe Biggs, sentenced to 17 years in prison for a nonviolent crime. That crime being inside the Capitol for 20 minutes long after the doors had been opened. Gateway Pundit has the story. Joe Biggs sobs in court after he's sentenced to 17 years. Observers in the courtroom broke out in tears as Judge Timothy Kelly sentenced Joseph Biggs to 204 months in prison for walking in the Capitol building for approximately 20 minutes during the Capitol riot on January 6th. Now, the government sought 33 years for Biggs. Judge Kelly ceded that, uh, to the defense that the government sentencing recommendation was egregious. Oh, yeah, 33, totally egregious. 17, perfectly reasonable. Didn't hurt anybody, didn't threaten anybody, didn't do anything wrong, did nothing wrong. That's the point that needs to be emphasized here. Nothing he did is even illegal. It's not even inappropriate. It wasn't even against, like, the rules of the cap. He walked into the Capitol after the doors were open. He wasn't a part of the violence. He certainly didn't instigate the violence. He showed up after the Protest turned into a riot, walked through the Capitol, shook a fence, and for that, they added terrorism enhancements. And again, we're in this situation where alone, this is an egregious, despicable, really vile abuse of the judicial system to, ch- to uh, charge not just a Dissident, but a political opponent of the ruling party, specifically because he is a leader of the right-wing activists. Alone, it would be enough to illustrate to anybody who's actually concerned about freedom of speech, liberty, 
justice, political representation alone, it would be more than enough evidence of just how far we've fallen. But then you compare it to the way that actual violent criminals are treated in this country or actual violent political terrorism is being treated in this country. Mind you, Denver is just the latest city along with Philadelphia and New York and several others to award millions of dollars in prizes to the people who burned their cities down. People who are burning their cities, attacking their police, violating curfew. They're all getting ten, twenty thousand $20,000 checks from the government for doing that, despite being significantly more dangerous and illegal than anything Joe Biggs did. So again, to, to fully encapsulate what this is, alone, it's that bad when you compare it to what else is going on around this country in terms of the justice system. It's, it's dizzying, like it, it makes my head spin. Understanding that this isn't some this isn't some rant from Alex Jones 20 years ago where he's like, this is what's coming, and you're like, whoa, that sounds terrifying. I can't believe, like, that's crazy. There's no way. That guy must be out of his mind because there's no way. No, it's here. It's happening. It has occurred. It is going on as we speak, and good men that we know that I know personally and I've spent time with, that I've gone to protest with and seen the way that this guy does everything he can to avoid violence, does everything he can to keep things within the bounds of law, did everything he could in leading groups of activists to keep it peaceful and make sure that constitutionally protected expression of political belief was the paramount purpose of what they went out and did. And then to see this guy go away for 17 years meaning he will not see his young daughter until she is fully grown. Makes me lightheaded. It's, uh, it's almost too much to, to deal with. The article continues, Kelly noted prior offenders who were found guilty of seditious conspiracy, which they were. Remember, the court said, by its own admission, unspoken conspiracy. It's an unspoken conspiracy. So they're mind readers. They read the mind of Joe Biggs and decided that he had somehow telepathically designed the riot that he wasn't even a part of and is therefore responsible for it. Not kidding. That's their quote. Unspoken conspiracy. They're now charging people with now. Who is safe? Who is safe if you can be charged with unspoken conspiracy with people, other people committing crimes that you have nothing to do with? Kelly noted prior offenders who were found guilty of seditious conspiracy had all murdered people, attempted to murder masses of people, bombed or attempted to bomb buildings and planes, and committed other violent crimes that resulted in mass casualties. But the Trump-appointed federal judge proceeded to throw the book at the decorated veteran who'd earned two Purple Hearts while serving in Iraq and Afghanistan wars, warning Biggs' trespassing violation and shaking of offense for a moment as Congress secured Biden's presidency warrants severe penalty. Biggs' family was unfortunately not able to be present at the proceeding as Biggs' uh, mother is ill with cancer as she now raises his six-year-old daughter. Attending trial or visiting her son in jail puts her at risk of being terminated from her job as other family members of J6 defendants have after employers catch wind of their association with the defendant deemed a J6 terrorist by the government. 
So you're a veteran. You've been injured in the line of duty. You're a war hero. You don't like what's happening, politics in your country. You organize protests. You become a leader of a nonviolent activist group. You do everything that any good citizen should feel compelled to do when you see your country going down a, a dark path for the crime of walking through the Capitol for 20 minutes and shaking a fence. You are now ripped away from your family and are going to miss the entirety of your six-year-old daughter's childhood and young adulthood. This, of course, immediately following month upon month upon month of unrestricted arson, violence, chaos, mob attacks, rioting during the Black Lives Matter rallies. Those people have not only been spared jail, they're being rewarded with $10,000 checks from the city government because they were arrested for committing crimes. They were, they, you know, the city puts a curfew out, people break it, they get arrested, and now they're getting checks for tens of thousands of dollars. People who threw Molotov cocktails and actually helped to make and distribute Molotov cocktails at some of these riots, completely spared jail time. I mean, how much more is there to say about this? And, and, you know, we used to talk about conspiracy because it used to be they had a very small number of people that would be involved in these schemes and plots to manufacture crises and then steal rights. But we're at the point now where it's the judge and the media and the public I mean, it's like we are just saturated with people that not only think this is fair and right, they're like happy, they're glad, they're laughing, they think he deserves it. It's brutal. When I tell you we have the ultimate bone broth, hands down, this is the most concentrated, high-quality bone broth there is. Concentrated chicken broth, patented amazing. Then a huge dose of chaga mushroom, a massive dose of bee pollen a gigantic dose of highest quality turmeric, and then it just gets crazier from there. It's about to sell out. We haven't had it in stock for years. This first new run is about to sell out. Get it discounted right now, 40% off at InfoWorkTour.com, and it funds our operation. And once you get addicted to it, once you get blown away by it, once you feel your joints, your energy, your stamina accelerate, then become a regular customer for Bone Broth, InfoWarsTour.com. Whatever you do, spread the word about InfoWars, about the live show, and about all the other great products because these are great products that empower your life, plus they fund our operation. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. We're selling out Ultimate Bone Broth at InfoWarsStore.com. 40% off, about to sell out. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. Putting the power of conversation into the caller's hands. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right, folks, so much to cover on today's program. We'll, we'll try to just power through some of this stuff. We'll finish up with a very brutal and upsetting injustice perpetrated on fellow info warrior Joe Biggs. Here in this segment, we'll talk a little bit about 
some of the other outrageous lies and uh, misfortunes saddled on us by the mainstream media. And then the next segment, we'll show you an exclusive teaser for something that Alex Jones is up to. Stay tuned for that. We'll talk a little bit about COVID. We have a lot to talk about, and I and I got to dedicate an appropriate amount of time to absolutely savage the uh, ADL. So we'll we'll try to cram all this in. But let's just finish up with the uh, some of the details of this sentencing to of Joe Biggs. He of course got seventeen years in prison for literally nothing. Matt Walsh has this. A man just got 17 years in prison for tearing down a fence on January 6th. Meanwhile, a guy responsible for burning down an entire police station to the ground during Black Lives Matter riots got only four years. No sane person thinks this is justice. I would agree. I think there's only two types of people. There's people that see this as an egregious and frankly terrifying step towards the totalitarian dictatorship that's being built around us and the other half of people are excited for this dictatorship are proud of this dictatorship they want it they desire it they've been somehow bamboozled into thinking that if you just if you just lock up those guys then we'll be good from now on right just like nobody, nobody's out there like, well, it's very unfortunate and sad that it happened, but it, hey, it was, this is justice and he's got to, you know, take his punishment just like anybody else would like, don't fool yourself. Don't fool yourself. There's people that recognize what, what a crime this is, what a violation of our every American principle that this represents. And there's the people that hate those American principles see them as barriers to their total control, and are excited to see them abolished. That's really what you need to understand. Nobody is, nobody's confused out there about whether this is tyranny or not. There's just people that are in favor of the tyranny, and they see this as yet another victory in the war against patriotic Americans and the Bill of Rights and the things that establish our ability to resist and oppose them. This is from an NBC article. Matt Walsh posted the image. It says U.S. District Judge Timothy Kelly handed down Biggs' sentence. He ruled earlier in Thursday's hearing that Biggs' tearing down of a fence that stood between police and rioters qualified him for terrorism sentencing enhancement sought by prosecutors. Destroying the fence was a, quote, deliberate, meaningful step that contributed to the disruption of the electoral vote count occurring in the Capitol, Kelly said. So he knocked down a hastily erected temporary fence and that makes him a terrorist that makes him a domestic terrorist and he didn't actually uh stop the vote didn't disturb the vote whatsoever obviously we never intended to stop the vote showed up after the riot began committed no violence against anyone but he knocked he knocked down some chain link though so you know him and osama bin laden right not not much of a difference like smuggling a bomb into an arena and killing a bunch of children terrorist 
knocking a fence down outside the Capitol terrorist, right? They, these are the same things now. And, of course, then comparing it to a man who literally burnt a police station down, getting only four years, which I think is actually kind of an inappropriate thing. Burn down a police station, but nobody dies, nobody gets hurt. You know, four years. That, that makes sense to me. 17 years for a nonviolent crime. If you can even call it a crime. Uh, Julie Kelly has been covering this quite a bit. She says, Judge Tim Kelly just made the destruction of a part of temporary metal fence on government property, a federal crime of terrorism, said removal of fence was part of Proud Boys conspiracy to influence the conduct of government, which I remind you, according to the court, was an unspoken conspiracy. Which I would love to hear that explained. This dramatically increases the base level of jail time for Joe Biggs and Kelly will no doubt do the same for other Proud Boys. She says knew it was coming, but still flabbergasted. Uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna reach out, Julie. I want to talk to Julie Kelly about this next week sometime because she's been covering the trial very closely and reporting on all of the outrageous inconsistencies when it comes to the way right wing activists are treated by this government, this regime. Shifting uh, shifting gears a little bit here. This story came out a few days ago, but. Once again, it's just like we've been proven right. We've been right about this since the beginning. We told you this from the very beginning, from the instant that this hoax got going. InfoWars was on top of it and telling you the truth about it, only to have to wait two years to be proven incontrovertibly correct, despite it being obvious from the beginning. The latest from New York Post says this. No human remains found two years after claims of mass graves in Canada. After two years of horror stories about the alleged mass graves of indigenous children at residential schools across Canada, a series of recent excavations at suspected sites has turned up no human remains. Some academics and politicians say it's further evidence that the stories are unproven. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's evidence that this conspiracy goes deeper than we thought. I mean, maybe, you know, we didn't find the mass graves because the people who carried them out snuck in and, and stole the bones and, and used them for something else nefarious. I don't know. I mean, if we believed the lie the first time, uh, you know, just because there's incontrovertible evidence, you're just going to not believe it anymore. I mean, come on. Come on. I'm not even going to try to pronounce this name, but a group of indigenous people known as the Pine Creek First Nation excavated 14 sites in the basement of Our Lady of Seven Sorrows Catholic Church near the Pine Creek Residential School in Manitoba during four weeks this summer. So the so-called anomalies that were first detected during uh, using ground penetrating radar. But on August 18th, Chief Derek Nepenik of remote Pine Creek Indian Reserve said no remains were found. He referred to the efforts as the, quote, initial excavation, leading some who are skeptical of the original claims to think even more events are planned. So this was a hoax. This was an absolute fabricated from the ground up hoax that was not only created out of whole cloth without any the shred of evidence to believe this, which, again, we knew from the very beginning. We'll have to go back and find our reports on this where we laid out exactly how intangible these claims were, how false they were. This is a blood libel against white people and against Catholics. It's exactly what it is. But this was actually a a, a series of surveys of ground penetrating radar where there's just like a rock under the ground. They go, that's a body. uh, Tally it up. Another dead child to blame on the settlers of Canada so we can exact revenge on their ancestors. So these things, this was a hoax carried out by the government, funded by the government to carry out these surveys 
And then the government media in Canada spread the the story of the hoax, which inspired thousands of people to actually commit violent crime and property crime as revenge for this completely fabricated, non-existent Holocaust. Okay? Again, we've known it from the beginning. And I would like to... I mean, I would like to see people punished. I mean, if you carry out a hoax like this, if you are responsible for the lies that weren't in, you know, it wasn't uh, inconsequential. In fact, July 4th of this year, TNC.news published a map of the 83 churches that have been vandalized or burned to the ground since residential schools announcement. 83 Christian churches in Canada have been vandalized, burned down, or desecrated since the announcement of the apparent discovery of graves found near a residential school in British Columbia. Since then, three other First Nations have announced similar findings at burial sites located near former residential schools, and they list the 83 churches, some of which were burned to the ground, some of which were Uh, vandalized and desecrated with slogans about the mass deaths that never existed. It was an entire hoax from the beginning, folks. I didn't realize this was back this week. I thought it was next week. I come in this morning. It's back in the warehouse, ready to roll. Body's ultimate turmeric formula. And the first thing I did was pop one of these bad boys. Overhead shot, please. Look how full this bottle is. Right to the top, folks. Right to the top with these 95% curcuminoid. Again, most turmeric formulas are 5%, some are maybe 10. The other strongest brands are 75%. This is 95%. Super constant. So, like taking one pill is like taking 10 of the average pill. It's that powerful or more. So, they're available at InfoWarsStore.com. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula. Hold off for almost eight months. Back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed, dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. Why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. I didn't take a shot. 
And I'm thankful for you that I didn't do that because you you awakened me to a lot of things. How are you doing? Real quick, would you like to wear a mask again or try to bring the mandates back? I do not want to wear a mask. So you're not going to come tell us. <laughs> you won't? All right, better speak up. They're coming to do it. So I'd say what? Five to one or against it? More shots. More shots. You want more shots? You need a hug. God, you need more shots. I do. Come give me a hug. Please don't hurt the baby. Please don't give the poison shots. Alex Jones turned out to be right. And Bill Gates and Fauci and Klaus Schwab, they turned out to be wrong because they were lying on purpose and they but the leftists, they don't like us. They want us to shut up. They want to shut you up. But we're not going to shut up because we're a mud club. We have only begun to fight in the information war, and we will never surrender! Never surrender! Good. You there in the black Ford truck, are you planning to take more shots? <laughs> Join the mud club and get one month free. With promo code AlexJonesCrowder.com. JonesCrowder.com. Isn't that, isn't that the URL you need to go to? Yeah, Alex Jones was uh, on the pedestrian bridge here in Austin, Texas, just desperately trying to get somebody to defend the reignition of the pandemic. Couldn't find a lot of people. Couldn't find a lot of people that were going to go along with this scam, but they are pushing it. And we have actually some pretty incredible news when it comes to COVID today. First and foremost, of course, we uh, Alex Jones broke this story just days before the coordinated rollout of mandates hit American shores once again. Newsweek has this story. Mask mandate update as CDC responds to speculation. Responds to speculation. In other words, well, we cut them off at the pass. They were going to quietly implement this, expecting everybody to go along with it, until Alex Jones blew up their whole operation, and now they're on the back foot having to scramble and try to explain why they are insisting on enforcing, yet again, ridiculous, ineffective, hugely damaging, and psychologically paralyzing treatments for COVID. The Center for Disease Control and Prevention has responded to speculation that it may be considering the return of mask mandates amid a rise in coronavirus infections linked to the emergence of new variants in the virus. A spokesperson for the agency told Newsweek it currently has no intention to call for a return to mask mandates, but didn't deny that this might change if cases for the new variant were to rise significantly. Okay. Saying the CDC does not issue mandates. We make recommendations, and they are based on the current circumstances. They said, we will continue monitoring and will adjust our recommendations accordingly. So they might they might still uh, demand, I'm sorry, recommend that you wear masks that don't stop the virus or maybe lock down, not stopping the virus. I mean, they're still they still have these ineffectual, totally pointless, totally tyrannical measures in their back pocket, but they're not taking them out quite yet. So rest easy. Some private institutions, hospital operators, and colleges have reintroduced the requirement for staff or visitors to wear masks while at their sites to limit the spread of the new variants, which have recently emerged, prompting conjecture that fresh COVID restrictions may be on the horizon. Yeah, speculation, speculation. When it's announced to the government agencies that they will, in fact, 
have a mask mandate and a vaccine mandate coming again. That's uh, speculation because it doesn't come from official channels, even though it came from people in the know. M4s has this story this morning. Half of vaccinated people may never stop producing spike protein, study finds. Hey, remember how we were told that the vaccine stays in the arm and the harmless spike protein is only produced for a couple days? They said they were sure of that, despite no data to confirm their statements. Well, sadly, it turns out they lied to us. The data are now in, and it proves such claims wrong. A clever scientific study by Bragna et al. just published detected the presence of spike protein in COVID-vaccinated people six months after vaccination and excluded the possibility of cross-contamination of experimental data with wild-circulating COVID infections. The study's authors used a sensitive test called the mass spectrometry mass spectrometry to detect a specific amino acid sequence that exists only in the vaccine-induced spike protein. To remind readers, mRNA COVID vaccines contain genetic code to produce the so-called spike protein, a component of the SARS-CoV-2 virus that allows the virus to penetrate and infect human cells. The penetration process, called fusion, the virus, viral spike protein changes shape, becomes a spear of sorts penetrating the cell surface. They said this would only happen for a few days. Now it turns out it's still producing spike proteins even half a year after the vaccine. And, of course, the spike protein has massive uh, causes, massive issues throughout the body and can penetrate the blood-brain barrier and uh, gathers in things like the testes and ovaries and is probably responsible for a large number of the unintended side effects as well as you know like heart attacks and that sort of thing from alex berenson on his Substack, very urgent the mrna covid jab damages immune system responses to other viruses in children a new study finds kids who got pfizer's mrna covid jabs had weakened immune response to other viruses and bacteria australian researchers reported in a study published last week the diminished response appeared within weeks after the second covid dose uh, Pfizer dose, rather, the authors found blood taken from the children produced fewer crucial signaling molecules when stimulated with several common potential bacteria and viruses. Over time, the immune response to bacteria returned to normal, but the diminished response to viruses lasted at least six months for as long as the researchers collected data. Our study showed that in children, SARS-CoV-2 mRNA vaccination decreases inflammatory cytokine responses, the authors wrote. Cytokines are interferon like interferon, play a crucial role in the immune system, helping it attack viruses and other foreign invaders. The study was small, including only 29 children aged 6 to 11. Further, the study's size and tiny number of participants meant the researchers cannot correlate real-world clinical outcomes, such as increased severity of infections with diminished immune responses. But that is the uh, outcome of this, is that uh, children who take the COVID jab actually have a lessened and weakened immune system when it comes to other viruses, which is pretty incredible. We also have this story from conservativewomen.co.uk. Deaths up 14%, births down 28%, disability up 37% in just a single year. This in New Zealand. The short summary of these numbers accompanying the release of horrifying figures compares those with the previous 12 months and reports reports an increase in deaths and reduction in live births. The 2023 figures would have been better compared with July 18, uh, 2018 to June 2019, the first available pre-pandemic period. And it goes over you know, how they got these numbers. 
Death among 15 to 64 year olds were up by 6%. Figures released by the Household Labor Force Survey report the rate of disability sufficient to preclude joining the workforce among this group has increased by 37.5% over the same period and now stands at 14.3% of the workforce. That is absolutely huge. Alarmingly, live births fell from 26,500 to 19,185. Over the course of a couple of years, or comparing 2018-19 to 2022-23, a decrease of 7,400, or 28%. That is an unprecedented drop. Unprecedented. COVID deaths during this period averaged around two or three per week and can be discounted as a casual factor for the increase of deaths, nor is aging population sufficient to explain the figures. So deaths massively up, births massively down, disability to the extent that it prevents you from working also massively up at a time when COVID is largely non-existent, certainly not the – it's not important enough for them to uh, actually blame this on. I think I'll – I think I may continue this coverage in the next segment um, as there's a pretty disturbing theory about what's going on with COVID and how – the vax is a time release death bomb. Yeah, we'll get into that in the next segment. I do want to remind you that like all of these all of these topics, everything we report on, it's actually not that complicated. We're right about everything. It's pretty simple. We're right about everything. You know why? Because we don't know the answer. We say we don't know. If we aren't sure what we're talking about, we don't go to air with it. So whether it's the Residential schools in Canada being a complete hoax, the vaccine being a time-release death shot, or anything in between, InfoWars has been right from the beginning. Hope you can support us in this mission to be correct all the time by going to InfoWarsStore.com. Second hour on the other side. Don't go anywhere, folks. In the short time we have, I can't get into all the incredible ingredients in Super Female Vitality. Go to InfoWarsStore.com, read about the ingredients, look them up for yourself, and then understand this is cold-pressed herbs, so it has a more powerful effect on the body. Get yours today at InfoWarsStore.com for 50% off. Super Mel Vitality is selling out. It's an incredible formula for stamina, energy, libido. Only a few hundred bottles left. But the good news is we have several thousand bottles left of Super Female Vitality. That's the same formula. It boosts men. It boosts women. It works great. But... Women like pink labels, men like different color labels. So it works for men as well. It's the same formula. It's an incredible formula, and it funds our operation. And here's another important part of the overall information. It's 50% off for a limited time. So get your super female vitality for men and women at InfoWarsStore.com right now for 50% off, and it funds the InfoWar. Super female vitality, 50% off for a limited time at InfoWarsStore.com. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. Second hour of American Journal. We'll take your phone calls this hour. We'll be joined in the third hour by Joe Allen, who is an AI and transhumanist expert. We'll be talking about what, what they have in store for us. Isn't that exciting? But I'm going to spend this first five minutes here talking about a theory I saw on the most trustworthy of sites, 4chan. 
4chan is a, is an interesting place. It's like uh, going there is like jumping into a cesspit. I'm pretty sure there might be a diamond at the bottom of that cesspit, that pool of detritus. And occasionally you you find one. Some of our biggest stories have come from 4chan, and this may be no exception. So I'm just going to read what was posted, and the research I've done bears this theory out. I leave it up to you to make a final conclusion. Here's what this anonymous poster said. He says, I think we, I figured out what's happening with COVID. The following information is based on interpreting peer-researched, uh, peer-reviewed research. Currently, we have a situation where it appears that vaccination and repeated COVID infections leads to increased IgG4 levels over time convening the spike protein. So this means that there's likely a specific amount of exposure that will lead to a permanent increased IgG4 synthesis, which will result in a mild COVID infection, 99.9% survivable if never infected, actually killing the host with a high mortality rate, maybe 10 to 50% mortality rate with each infection, possibly much worse if vaccinated. This means the amount of exposure might be con- contracting COVID 30 times, 100 times, or 10 times over the course of months, years, or decades to the point your immune system fails, you catch COVID, and you die. Being vaccinated only speeds this up. The below peer-reviewed information uh, that shows RNA vaccination can lead to several negative outcomes, which would dramatically reduce a person's lifespan. So this is actually from this article posted at NIH.gov. IgG4 antibodies induced by repeated vaccination may generate immune tolerance to the SARS-CoV-2 spike protein. They say as the immunity provided by these vaccines rapidly wanes, their ability to prevent hospitalizations and severe disease in individuals with comorbidities has recently been questioned. And increasing evidence has shown that with many Uh, As with many other vaccines, they do not produce sterilizing immunity, allowing people to suffer frequent reinfections. Additionally, recent investigation have found abnormally high levels of IgG4 in people who were administered two or more injections of the mRNA vaccines. They say HIV, malaria, and pertussis vaccines also have been reported to reduce higher than normal IgG4 synthesis. However, emerging emerging evidence suggests that the reported increase – In IgG4 levels detected after repeated vaccination with the mRNA vaccine may not be a protective mechanism. Rather, it constitutes an immune tolerance mechanism to the spike protein that could promote unopposed SARS-CoV-2 infection and replication by suppressing natural antiviral responses. Increased IgG4 synthesis due to repeated mRNA vaccinations with high antigen concentrations may also uh, may also cause autoimmune diseases and promote cancer growth and autoimmune myocarditis in susceptible individuals. Okay, so the more vaccine you take, the more likely it is that you get this increase in IgG4 levels, which may lead to autoimmune diseases, promote cancer growth, and autoimmune myocarditis in susceptible individuals. IgG4 antibodies induced by repeated vaccination may generate immune tolerance to SARS-CoV-2 spike protein. That's the name of the study from the NIH or published on the NIH.gov website. You can read for yourself. COVID infections and IgG4 synthesis appears to be based on ethnicity and race concerning its severity. Asians, then, uh, I'm sorry, South Asian Europe, Europeans, uh, Europeans and Africans are affected the most, then South Asians, East Asians, and Ashkenazi Jews. So what I believe this will amount to over time is that European whites may be only able to contract COVID a limited number of times before their immune system stopped recognizing COVID as a threat and lets it multiply out of control, killing the host. 
Obviously don't know the amount of COVID infections with vaccination that it will take to produce this result. However, I see it playing out something similar to why it's contracted 20 times and then IgG4 synthesis occurs, meaning it no longer recognizes that as a disease and it kills you. All the way up to Jews uh, have to get it maybe 60%. This relates. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, welcome back. Second hour of American Journal is on. Just to sum up what I just talked about, essentially you have two studies from NIH.gov where you can still find them. First is called IgG4 antibodies induced by repeated vaccination may generate immune tolerance to the SARS-CoV-2 spike protein, which they talk about the fact that repeated vaccination actually lowers your body's ability to fight uh, COVID-19 or any disease for that matter. And then combine that with the second study, which is called ACE2 coding variants in different populations and their potential impact on SARS-CoV-2 binding affinity. Combine these two and the conclusion that this user came to, which I find intriguing, and disturbing, is that the more you get COVID, the less your body is able to respond to it till a certain point that it doesn't respond to it at all and the disease kills you. And so they, you know, uh, combine that with the information from the second study it talks about ethnic differences in uh, the body's ability to fight off COVID and basically come to the conclusion that this means that different races of people will have different numbers of time that they can get COVID before they reach that critical mass of IgG for saturation and die. So that may be the mechanics behind the uh, slow kill plan of the COVID vaccine and, and COVID itself. So there you go. I thought that was an interesting uh, thing to consider. Now, we're going to talk a lot about uh, the ADL this hour as they are taking meetings with X despite trying to destroy that company. Very bizarre, and we'll, we'll talk a lot about all that stuff. I also want to take your calls this hour. We'll be joined in the third hour by an expert on AI and transhumanism, Joe Allen. Talk to us about what lies ahead for the non-human future of planet Earth. I also want to take your phone calls. The number to dial is one 789 2539 That's one 789 2539 I probably should have asked the crew. There's like there's two members of my crew working today. I don't know where everybody else is. Hope they're okay. <laughs> Waving to us. Yeah, why not? They're, they're just you know bu- busy printing out 200 uh, articles for me and gathering all the videos. But uh, why not? Let's stick them on the phones while we're at it. one 877 taking your calls this hour. But we do have a lot to cover, so let's continue. This is just from our political stack. And again, every single one of these stories we could spend hours upon hours on. The Intercept has this story. FBI hoovering up DNA at a pace that rivals China. The FBI now holds 21 million samples and counting. 
The FBI has amassed 21.7 million DNA profiles, equivalent to about 7% of the U.S. population, according to the Bureau data uh, reviewed by The Intercept. The FBI aims to nearly double its current $56.7 million budget for dealing with its DNA catalog, with an additional $53.1 million, according to its budget request for the fiscal year 2024. The requested resources will allow the FBI to process the rapidly increasing number of DNA samples collected by the U.S. Department of Homeland Security. The appeal for an increase says... Gee, I didn't, even, I didn't even mean for this story to immediately follow the story about how aspects of your DNA can actually be specifically targeted to create ethnic-specific viruses. But isn't that a coincidence? In an April 2023 20, statement submitted to Congress to explain the budget request, FBI Director Christopher Wray cited several factors that had significantly expanded the DNA processing requirements of the FBI. They've collected nine... 90,000 samples a month over 10 times the historic sample volume. And it's just, I mean, why, why they should even be collecting DNA, sort of disturbing. The Intercept has a story, Mission Creep in FBI's DNA. The FBI began building a DNA database as early as 1990 and 1998. It helped create a national database called Combined DNA Index System, or CODIS, that spanned all 50 states. Each state maintained its own database with police and other authorities submitting samples based on their state's rules. And, of course, they you know, say like, well, we have to – we're collecting DNA from all the illegal immigrants. So, I mean, we have to really step it up here. Let's go. You mean the, the policy that you have. The policy that the federal government has to let in millions upon millions of people, now it means they have to you know, really ramp up their DNA collecting database. No. So you cause the problem, and then your solution is spying on the American people at the DNA level. Fantastic. We have this. Michigan police memos raised concerns about possible nationwide voter registration fraud scheme. This is from justthenews.com, published yesterday. Michigan authorities suspected there was a possible voter registration fraud scheme occurring across multiple states during the 2020 election and were concerned enough to bring in the FBI, according to police memos reviewed by Just the News. But what happened since remains mostly a mystery. According to the dozens of pages of police reports from the Muskegon Police Department and Michigan State Police, a firm called GBI Strategies, was under scrutiny as an organization central to alleged voter registration fraud in the 2020 presidential election, which was first investigated by city and state authorities before the FBI took over. Contacts between local law enforcement and the FBI continued all the way into 2022, but there's no evidence of what happened after the memos obtained by Just the News uh, through State Freedom of uh, Information Act requests. Police in Michigan interviewed GBI Strategies employees there and cited specific instances of registrations that appeared suspicious or fraudulent, the memo shows. One state police memo described the possible crime being investigated as election fraud by forgery. So the local police discovered this. They were suspicious. They do investigations. They find evidence that would point to a widespread nationwide vote rigging process. They hand it over to the FBI, and it goes totally dark and silent and gets covered up and is never heard from again. While the FBI, you know, stages terrorist attacks to, uh, you know, kidnap the governor. Washington Post has actually, get this, fact-checked Joe Biden. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what a what a unique occurrence. I kind of just love this headline. Biden loves to retell certain stories. Some aren't credible. It's like what a weird way to report this. 
It's like not only does Biden lie, some of his standard go-to stories about his life are lies. He lies so much that it's like they're sitting there at the Washington Post newsroom like, look, we've let him tell this story 15 times and never fact-check him once on this. Let's get all the stories that he's told over and over and over, the ones we have not fact-checked, even though he tells them in public every week or so. And let's just put them all in one big article, right? Otherwise, it'd it'd be like Donald Trump. It'd be like when Donald Trump was president, and every time Biden went out to speak, you'd have fact-check documents telling you how Joe Biden is lying about everything all the time. Instead, they let him lie for years, and then they do one big article just being like, yeah, he lies about everything all the time, everywhere. Everything, his whole life is a lie, all of his experiences are lies, tangible, provable, unquestionable lies. Like you you don't even have to – do research to figure this out. He's literally up there like, I, I played for the, for the first Negro Baseball League. It's like, no, you didn't, Joe. What are you talking about? They don't call him on anything, anything at all. President Biden, like many politicians, right, even in this article, they're like, but this isn't weird or, or bad or anything. He's just like everyone else. He's such a good president. President Biden, like many other politicians, Likes to tell stories, stories that attempt to connect his life story with his audience and make up a central part of his persona. Keeping up with politics is, uh, but basically they're all lies. They say Biden's propensity to exaggerate or embellish tales about his life led to doubts about his truthfulness. Contemporary news reports on the House fire do not match his telling of it, fanning criticism that he lied to a vulnerable audience. So this is relating to when he went to Maui, who's... uh, Citizens have had their entire lives consumed by an out-of-controlled wildfire started and made worse by the incompetency of the Democrats that run the place. And he's like, I, one time my house burned down. I almost lost my cool car. And the reality is that, like, his toaster caught on fire for a little bit. Yeah, at a certain point, the media's like, all right, we got to say something. We have to say something here. It's making us all look like fools. They're like, yeah, some of the stories he tells aren't true. The InfoWars Live Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver has finally returned. To celebrate this powerful product's long-awaited homecoming, we're slashing $10 off the asking price, passing the savings on to you. Silver Bullet is the answer to Alex's extensive search for a powerful colloidal silver product that utilizes high-quality processes that has applications for both preparedness and regular use. Concentrated to 30 parts per million, in a pure base of deionized water. This survival silver is the perfect fit for you and your family's routine and emergency supply. Beloidal silver is an amazing natural product that can assist your body's many healing processes. Do a deep dive, research the possibilities of colloidal silver yourself, and don't miss out on this limited time offer of $10 off. Try InfoWars Life Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver today. Available right now at InfoWarsStore.com. I'm a humble person, and I want to say that I'm just a man, but I'm not just a man. Just like you, no matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. That's why the system hates you and fears you. That's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because... You're a bad person because you're a good person. Because you love God and God loves you. 
And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you to always remember that I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, uh, let me just continue with the coverage of politics here for a second. We'll play a video and then go out to your phone calls. Of course, go to InfoWarsStore.com right now if you want to get your hands on Ease. It's 25% off, but selling out rapidly. Ease is back. And it's a, a really incredible supplement for everyday use or when you, you just keep in the medicine cabinet for when you need it. It is a game-changer Ease turmeric supplement, 25% off right now, and keeps us on the air and in the fight and telling you the truth when we are just drowning in a sea of lies as a country. Again, this, this is a Washington Post article. I mean, it's, it's almost funny. It's almost funny seeing the yoga master level of contortion that takes place when the uh, lies of the Democratic Party become just so massive and unrelenting that the mainstream media has to at least address it. Remember when Trump stopped being president, the mainstream media was like, all right, we're no longer fact-checking politicians. We tried it. It was fun while it lasted, but that's over now. They can lie with impunity from now on. That was just a Trump thing. We just wanted to take any vague statement Trump ever made, take it out of context, reconfabulate it, and then tell you it's fake because of our interpretation of it based on our own biases, which is exactly how it happens. I mean, we're talking about the ADL later, but I was just looking up like George Soros. And if you search, I mean, George Soros has the best PR you can possibly imagine. You can't even find information on DuckDuckGo. The man did an interview on 60 Minutes where he says in no uncertain terms he helped the Nazis. He was a collaborator. He helped confiscate Jewish people's belongings. Every fact check outlet in existence says this is totally false and they say no george soros was not a nazi collaborator he was a victim of the holocaust and they sort of admit they go yeah you know he did uh, he did help confiscate uh, jewish people's things but that's not the same as collaborating with the nazis sure being a henchman of the nazis and collecting the belongings of jews and then saying you're completely unrepentant have no guilt and it was the best time of your life that's what it's, it's survival that's because he was traumatized by it so like it's crazy. It's like, is the statement true? Yes, absolutely. Do they say it's true? No, they say it's false because they're like, but he had to. Did he though? So that's how fact checks usually work. Uh, but you know, sometimes the Washington Post has to has to address certain things. Now they actually, I mean, again, it's it is almost hilarious. Like they say this. Sometimes the stories turn out to be largely true. Oh, that's what you want to hear about the. The honesty and integrity of your president, right? Sometimes the stories turn out to be largely true. <laughs> okay, good. So in other words, most of the time they turn out to be completely false. Sometimes only part of the story is false. That's what you're saying with that sentence? Got to learn how to read these stories. Sometimes the stories turn out to be large. Sometimes these stories turn out to be largely true. Such as the one about a confrontation as a 19-year-old lifeguard with a gang leader named Corn Pop. That's true, apparently. Apparently, he really does have hairy legs. Wonderful. Others fall short. They fall short, by which they mean are lies. 
they fall short, you know, of being true. So they're lies is what they're saying. As president, Joe Biden – and this is, this is amazing, OK? The sentence that they're trying to say is as president, Joe continually lies about things we know to be false. That's what they mean to say. That's what they should say. If they were an honest organization, that's what they would say. Instead, what they say is, as president, Biden has continued a tradition of embellishing personal tales in ways that cannot be verified or are directly refuted by contemporary accounts. He is continuing a tradition of embellishing his personal tales in ways that cannot be verified or are directly refuted by contemporary translation. Carries on a tradition. Biden continually lies about things we know f- to be factually wrong. Things that we know the true story of, he just keeps lying about over and over. This to them is a tradition of embellishing. Okay. The response to this from White House Press Secretary Andrew Bates is, quote, President Biden has brought honesty and integrity back to the Oval Office. Yeah, well, you just asserted enough. I guess that's how reality works. According to these people's interpretation. So they go through the stories that are complete, blatant, ridiculous, laughable lies that he tells over and over and over every couple of days. The tale of the fire in his house. At least six times as president, mostly in recent comments, uh, most recently in comments to Hurricane Adalia victims, uh, Biden has exaggerated this story. He says things like uh, the fire was burning between beams in the house and almost collapsed into the basement. The reality is uh, the flames were uh, contained to one room. There wasn't even smoke damage in the rest of the house. It was a tiny nothing, but he talks about this like it was uh, an inferno. The tale of the Amtrak conductor. These are like uh, the tall tales of Biden. You could write a book. Uh, Biden and the tale of the Amtrak conductor. At least 10 times as president, most recently during an August 15th speech in Milwaukee, Biden has told a heartwarming but implausible story about an Amtrak conductor named Angelo Negri, who congratulated him for traveling on Amtrak more than he had on Air Force planes. He talks about this uh, anecdote all the time. The problem is that uh, this dude uh, doesn't exist. <laughs> uh, Biden off. This is great. A little, little little tossaway line here biden often adds true story yeah he often embellishes his lie with the term true story are you telling me that corn pop's not real no corn pop is real oh okay no, corn pop's real. apparently corn pop's the only real thing that's ever happened to joe biden well, that's the only story that uh, is actually confirmable can we get i want corn pop on this show can we get corn pop anybody have corn pop's number I just assumed Corn Pop was fake. Washington Post seems convinced. So anyway, uh, the conductor doesn't exist. Never told him that. Joe Biden and the tale of the gay men in suits kissing. That's the next Harry Potter book of uh, the, the Joe Biden life. Joe Biden and the tale of gay men in suits kissing. <laughs> Again, it's just this guy sucks, man. He sucks so hard. It's It's awful. Three times this year and at least seven times since 2014, Biden has told a version of this story uh, about seeing uh, gay men in suits kissing each other in the 60s. And his father is like, Joe, it's simple. They love each other. Well, they're just some loving homos, Joe. Look at watch them. Watch them. Take it in, Joe. See those men in suits kissing there? I know it's the early 60s and people get literally killed for this type of thing, but not us, Joe. Not us Bidens. Keep watching. Look how one's sticking his tongue down the other's throat. This is love, Joe. 
Okay. <clears throat> Joe Biden and the tale of his civil rights arrest. Yeah, no. Uh, so it's just, you know, things he lies about are just like the virtue signaling stuff, right? He's just like, yeah, I, I, I've loved gay men since the 60s. I, uh, I drive Amtrak. I got arrested for protesting civil rights. I have a heroic uncle in the family. Again, the, I'm telling you, somebody can make a bundle writing these stories. Joe Biden and the tale of the heroic uncle in the family hospital. Talk about his uncle Frank fought in, the, fought in the Battle of the Bulge in World War II and was awarded a Purple Heart, but uh, never received it. Turns out that wasn't true either. That is a small smattering. Just a smattering of lies from Joe Biden that he tells over and over and over again, even though we know the truth. Incontrovertible evidence that all the things he says are false. And they're just like, you know, now that he said these stories 10, 12 times in public, let's just put them all in one article. Fact check them all at once. Talk about how great he is, now wonderful. Call it a tradition of embellishment, a long, proud tradition of politicians, and move on. I didn't realize this was back this week. I thought it was next week. I come in this morning, it's back in the warehouse, ready to roll. Body's ultimate turmeric formula. And the first thing I did was pop one of these bad boys. Overhead shot, please. Look how full this bottle is. Right to the top, folks. Right to the top with these 95% curcuminoid. Again, most turmeric formulas are 5%. Some are maybe 10. The other strongest brands are 75%. This is 95%. Super constant. So like taking one pill is like taking 10 of the average pill. It's that powerful. Or more. So they're available at InfoWarsStore.com. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula. Hold out for almost eight months. Back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, I hear you. I hear you. We're moving on. We're not talking about old Joe anymore. You can go to Fox News for that if you want. I mean, it is absurd. It is insane, the level it's gotten to. It is necessary to understand the true depths of dishonesty that our media has descended into. To get a fully comprehensive understanding of how corrupt our entire system has become. So I don't regret doing it, but there's so much other stuff to talk about that only InfoWars will. So that's what I need to be covering here. I'm saving, I'm saving a good chunk of it for when we welcome Joe Allen in the third hour. After all, he is an expert in AI and transhumanism, and boy, is there a lot of that these days in very disturbing ways. But a major story began last night. Hashtag ban the ADL. Infowars has the story. Hashtag ban the ADL trends on Twitter after ADL CEO meets with ex-CEO on expanding censorship. Hashtag ban the ADL went viral on Twitter slash X on Thursday after the the Anti-Defamation League CEO Jonathan Greenblatt revealed he had a meeting with ex-CEO Linda Yaccarino on expanding censorship in the name of fighting hate. He put out a tweet that said, I had a very frank slash productive conversation with Lindy 
uh, uh, whatever her name is. What's what's her name? Lindsay. Uh, yesterday about Twitter, what works and what doesn't, where it needs to uh, go to address hate effectively on the platform. Greenblatt, a pro-Israel lobbyist and leading voice of internet censorship, said, quote, I appreciate her reaching out, and I'm hopeful the service will improve. At ADL, we'll be vigilant and give her and Elon Musk credit if the service gets better and reserve the right to call them out until it does. This was, a, was a, a mistake, I think. I think this was a mistake because then came the deluge, the absolute unrelenting stream of facts about, a, about the ADL published by the likes of uh, well, a lot of guests on this show, actually. Keith Woods, guest of American Journal, sort of uh, led the charge. Jake Shields, recent guest, is a major figure in this. You also had uh, Gage his first name john gate what's his uh he's a good account i'm blanking on his name right now i feel bad anthony gage where is it lucas lucas gage that's what it is lucas gage and i mean i don't even have time to go through all the stuff that that's reported because it's just what the adl does it's just you just list what the adl does and it becomes obvious what a evil despicable anti-american organization this is now they act as though they speak for jews they shield themselves with the claim that any opposition to them is anti-semitism that's ridiculous as jake shield said on twitter yesterday that's like the kkk saying that you hate white people if you don't like the kkk this is a distinct organization that has its own policy of censorship and extortion and training the FBI to go after their political enemies. And they can and should be criticized for everything that they do that is in violation of deeply held American beliefs and morality. Former UFC MMA fighter Jake Shields and Irish nationalist Keith Woods led the charge against the ADL's latest censorship push and together with many others got hashtag ban the ADL trending. And I just I. It's so funny. It's so funny that they're called the Anti-Defamation League. And I don't know how to put that. I mean, I was thinking maybe like a skit or something where it's the conversation back and forth where it's like we're putting in new censorship, a new censorship program. Oh, really? Who's going to head it? The ADL, you know, the Anti-Defamation League. You know them, right? They're against defamation. Oh, yeah, what do they do? They, like, uh, stop people from, from speaking badly about Jews. Like, what is it exactly that they do? Oh, you know, they just, uh, well, they were founded to protect a convicted uh, pedophile, rapist, and murderer. They think the uh, okay sign or saying that it's okay to be white or the numbers 11 and 83 and 21 and 14 and – well, actually, 17% of the numbers, 1 through 100, are all uh, hate symbols. All of these are hate symbols. They, you know, create advertiser boycotts to financially extort companies like Twitter into giving them oversight. And they advise the FBI about white Christians being the biggest terror threat. And they also train every new FBI recruit. And they have 150 U.S. mayors pledged to enact their programs at the local level. And they hold courses about white guilt and white privilege. And they dox their political opponents. And they call actual genocide in South Africa a white supremacist conspiracy theory and say you shouldn't talk about it. And they're partnered with PayPal to ban people from making money. And they label people anti-Semitic for criticizing unrepentant confiscator 
and political kingpin George Soros, and they advocate for replacement migration, and they tried to get Tucker Carlson fired for talking about replacement migration, all while advocating for ethnic supremacy forever in Israel. So they're despicable, censorious hypocrites. They are self-appointed, unelected Jewish overlords. They deserve no respect. They have no right to say anything to anybody. They are hate mongers of the highest degree. They are the defamation league whose entire existence consists mostly of demonizing regular decent people. You know, they, they say that there are 17 hate numbers between 1 and 100, right? 14 is a hate number because of the 14 words. 88 is a hate number, number because H is the eighth letter of the alphabet and HH stands for Hail Hitler. So 88 is a hate. 83 stands for Hail Christ, and that's also a hate symbol according to the ADL because if you say I love Christ, that's hate according to these people. And there's – it's not a – it's not out of the question, and I just thought I'd, I'd make this point quickly. I'll, maybe I'll make that in the next – I'll make that in the next one because I do want to go out to calls, um, and if I just start rambling about the ADL, it'll never end. So uh, let's go first to Hammer Hardy in Florida. You want to talk about Joe Biggs. Hammer Hardy, thank you for calling in. Uh, you're on the air, sir. Hey, Harrison. Good morning. Thanks morning. for taking my call. I, I do want to give my uh, sympathies. Uh, for Joe Biggs and uh, his family. I um, I did have the pleasure of meeting him once. Um, I used to follow him on social media. Definitely a humble guy. You know, not, um, you know, he's, he's not too good or, or too um, proud to talk to his followers and communicate, you know, and get back to, you know, messages and, and live tr- streams and stuff tr- like that. A true so leader. In, in, in any other situation on planet Earth, this man would be like in charge of armies, he would be promoted to the top of whatever field he was in. He's a charismatic guy, a thoughtful guy, but yeah, a humble guy and a, a real like just a, innate leader of men. And that's that's why that's what made him dangerous. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and um, and and not to take away from it, but uh, there's a, another person that was just arrested for the J six incident um, on Hello. Tuesday. He was uh, picked up. Um, his, his name's uh, Philip Anderson. He's been a guest on the show before. He was the guy that did the free speech rally in San Francisco and got attacked by Antifa. Yep, absolutely. I, I actually had, uh, yeah. I had a story about his arrest yesterday, but I didn't cover. Yeah, Philip Anderson, he was uh, actually next to Roseanne Boyland, and he'd been assured by the feds that he was not under arrest. He would not be under arrest. Like last year, they told him, like, now nah, we reviewed it. I'm pretty sure Philip Anderson was like knocked out. Like he's like laying on the ground next to Roseanne Boylan. Uh, but they had, they did arrest him Tuesday. No, they're continuing to arrest people. They're going to continue to arrest thousands of people. This is not over by a long shot. There's a lot more persecution and uh, tyranny to go around. So thank you for the call, uh, Hammer Hardy, and, and a, our prayers out to all these people. And, and it just really reinforces this is not a game that we're playing. This is real life with real consequences. And we have to take all of this into account. Cameron in Florida has called in about Joe Biggs as well. Thanks for calling in, Cameron. A few seconds left in the segment, but they're yours. Go ahead. Uh, he hung up on us. All right. Uh, we have about 30 seconds left in this uh, segment, so we'll go back to your phone calls on the other side. I'll take this time to remind you that there are massive sales going on at Infowars.com. We have understood the seriousness and the reality of this situation for a long time. We'll continue to fight regardless of the threats that we are under. 
and I just it's just getting worse and worse, folks. And uh, it's only going to stop when we stop them. It's only going to get back to normal when we force their hand because they are not going to willingly stop this persecution. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have the communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. Separately, we got some really, 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 really good news. Because it's a great product you love, and people want it, and it funds our operation at 360 Win. Bodies, ultimate turmeric formula, the strongest you're going to find anywhere. Jam-packed, a big old giant bottle of stuff that destroys inflammation, that empowers your neurological system, you name it. I mean, it's just so amazing. God gave it to us, and it's the strongest recuminoid out there. Other leading brands are like 70% curcuminoid. Uh, most brands are 5% Cumidin. And, and, and that still does a great thing for you. This is the strongest anybody makes. 95% curcuminoid. I am so glad this is back. I have been out of this myself for months. We've been sold out of this for almost seven months. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula. Back in stock, 25% off. Infowarsstore.com or 888 Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, your phone calls momentarily. I, I got to talk a little bit more about the ADL just to fully understand what's going on on X and Twitter. And it seems like, I don't know, I mean, Elon Musk is like pretending, like feigning ignorance in this. I don't think he is ignorant about what, what this is, so why he's allowing this to go on. It means he's a liar and a hypocrite and a trickster that is not legitimate about free speech. But, I mean, none of this makes any sense. So the ADL earlier this year, at the end of last year, when Elon Musk first purchased Twitter and said he was bringing it back to free speech, the ADL themselves organized a mass boycott of advertisers from Twitter. They cost him billions of dollars. So this is how they work. They use their connections and corporations and say – Twitter is allowing free speech. We don't like that. You have to remove your advertising. The companies dutifully agree. It costs Twitter billions of dollars, and they say, give us control. Give us oversight. Give us access and a seat at the table so we get to decide who is and is not on your platform, and then we'll let back the billions of dollars. It's just blatant extortion. It's a criminal activity. These people are uh, operating a mafia, and it's not that complicated. It is that vicious and extortionary. The story hashtag ban the ADL trends on Twitter. Is the headline at uh, Infowars, and they have a bunch of the tweets that went viral from the likes of uh, Jake Shields and Keith Woods saying things like the ADL is an anti-white hate group that believes saying it's okay to be white and white lives matter is hate speech somehow. 
They are an anti-white hate group that supports white genocide in your home country of South Africa. In fact, they call you a white right-wing conspiracy theorist, a white supremacist if you talk about actual genocide going on. Not only does the ADL control speech on social media, they also work closely with the FBI to slant statistics to go after white people. Getting that from Jake Shields. Uh, The redheaded libertarian on Twitter said Jonathan Greenblatt, the CEO of the ADL, is in the position of, uh, is of the position that the very real attacks on white farmers in South Africa are, quote, baseless claims by right-wing extremists, particularly white supremacists. These horrific, targeted, disturbing, and near-daily attacks are something Elon Musk has amplified and asked the South African government to address. I don't know how involved Jonathan Greenblatt will be in these decisions, but the writing is on the wall, and I worry if he has too much power and influence, we won't be able to expose what's going on in South Africa much longer on X, given Jonathan Greenblatt's clear opinion that discussion of mass killings of white farmers in South Africa will fall under hate speech or even incitement. Now, Musk actually responded to this with an exclamation point emoji. It's like, okay, what does that mean? He's just like, what? What? No way. It's like, yeah, dude, what are you talking about? Do you not know what the ADL is? This is what they do, and you're giving them – Control of your platform, essentially. And that's what they demand. I always liked uh, one of Keith Woods' tweets on the ADL. Well, there have been a lot of them. And this is the correct way to approach this from our perspective. Like, the ADL is a tyrannical, anti-free speech organization that uh, uses the, the cloak of, you know, Jewish historical oppression to protect the worst people in the world. The most evil people in the world, like George Soros. Again, uh, you know, Keith Woods actually responded to this. Maybe this is the tweet he liked. He says, the ADL is an anti-white hate group that conspired to cost you billions in advertising revenue because you promised free speech, Woods said in a response to Musk. People are still banned for political speech while the ADL has a platform to try to sink the company. Yeah, it's time to ban the ADL. What are you doing, Elon? The ADL spent years demanding the most popular talk show host in America, as Tucker Carlson, be deplatformed for talking about replacement migration. Yet they said it would be unacceptable to expect Israel to share a state with Palestinians or, quote, Jews would quickly become a minority. Hashtag ban the ADL. Yeah, they are bottomless hypocrites. Their hypocrisy knows no bounds. Gary Pundit also has the story. Uh, This was posted by Andrew Torba, CEO of Gab.com, the Gab social media site. Uh, This is from the X Help Center. They say any post containing excerpts, uh, et cetera, et cetera, uh, will be – regardless of context, it's always prohibited to share any of the following. Excerpts that share hateful slogans, symbols, memes, and or hateful conspiracy theories such as the Great Replacement Theory. So this is courtesy of the uh, ADL involvement. And so even though the Great Replacement Theory isn't a theory at all, it's literally a proposed and – published platform of the UN, replacement migration. It is happening in real time. The demographic change is undeniable, measurable through statistics. But if you talk about it, you'll be kicked off of uh, Twitter because the people who think that Israel should forever be an ethnic supremacy state where Jews have the absolute minority, and that's enforced through uh, not just immigration restriction, but uh, like DNA tests and uh, birth programs. So these despicable hypocrites Again, it's not despicable to hold that view. It is despicable to hold that view in one country, your country, while enforcing an open borders policy on other countries. That's wrong, and I don't care who you are. And this is a uh, – for Jake Shields says, being opposed to the ADL doesn't make you anti-Jewish, just as being opposed to the KKK doesn't make you anti-white. Don't let them lie to you and pretend the ADL represents Jewish people. Ban the ADL. 
Keith Woods says, and this is the, the real clincher here because, you know, Jake is saying things like that. Meanwhile, Mark Pitkovich, who is a human triangle, says Jake Shields, a multiple MMA champion with nearly 400,000 followers on his platform, is spreading anti-Semitic hashtag ban the ADL. So the hashtag ban ADL is apparently anti-Semitic. Okay. Keith Wood says this is how the ADL functions. Their senior researcher immediately declares popular pushback against their anti-free speech organization as anti-Semitic and claims anyone who partook in the number one trending topic on X is a white supremacist. Again, this is how it works. It's personal power. It's not anti-Semitic to oppose the ADL, but they'll say that it is because that's what they need to say to get them to submit to you. So they impose something. If you don't like it, that makes you anti-Semitic. Even though it has nothing to do with Jews, it has to do with your organization and what you're doing. If you oppose that, they say, oh, my gosh, they're attacking all Jews. All Jews now have to come and defend us. It's, it's ridiculous. Jake Shields also makes the same point. Seth Abramson said to him, uh, sorry, I meant to say that Jake Shields is a neo-Nazi sympathizing scum and should be scorned by anybody with a working conscience. Jake responds, this is how the ADL works. I specifically target the ADL for things they have done and said. He doesn't address any claims, but instead just calls me a Nazi. Most people are terrified to be called that, so they allow the ADL to go unchecked. Sam Parker makes a point, hashtag band ADL has been trending for several hours, but none of these big, big Twitter accounts have even acknowledged it, much less tweeted it. Why do you think that is? Jack Sobic, Charlie Kirk, DC Drano, Jordan Peterson, Brandon Straka, Ian Miles Chong, uh, Hodge Twins, Candace Owens, uh, Robbie Starbuck, Michael Knowles, Kay Travis, not any of them saying to band the ADL, even though these are free speech warriors and the biggest threat to free speech right now in existence in America is the ADL. Cassandra McDonald says this is an extra, uh, actual ADL employee that really exists. This is his ex-profile pick. That's why I call him a human triangle. He looks like a uh, overfilled snow cone. Um, Santa Claus. Chaya Reichik, the person who runs uh, Libs of TikTok, the Jewish woman who runs Libs of TikTok Twitter account, says, Remember when the ADL, whose stated goal is to stop the defamation of Jewish people, defamed me, a Jew? The ADL is a complete joke. Again, you think you think the ADL represents Laura Loomer? You think the ADL represents Adam King? You think the ADL represents Roseanne Barr or any of the Jews that are actually pro free speech and, uh, you know, help people stand up against this bullying? Of course not. They represent nobody but themselves. They have no legitimacy. They have no right to call anybody uh, hateful as they are the biggest hate mongers in the world. And with that, we go back out to your phone calls. Uh, oh, and by the way, it's more to. to Go after the ADL because not only are they you know, using their corporate power to silence people on Twitter, uh, they also brag about the fact that they train every new FBI agent. That's right. This private, explicitly Jewish supremacist organization trains every single FBI agent before they get into uniform. So there you go. Kind of important. Cody in Canada wants to talk about the satanic NPC hive mind. Thanks for calling in, Cody. You're on the air. Yeah, thank you for taking my call. Good morning, uh, InfoWars, InfoWarriors. God bless you guys. Thank yeah, you. just, uh, you know, it's like a satanic hive mind. Uh, like it's like you were saying about the NPCs, you always mention about the non-player characters. It's like a non-player character hive mind where it's like a, through a satanically influenced and they all follow the same agenda. Like, look at all the fires. Like, I'm in Canada here. Uh, this morning, our, our skies here where I'm at is completely hazed out with, like, smoke and, and, you know, chemtrail particulates. And we're wondering why, like, the whole world is burning down. It's because that's a worldwide operation as well. Another satanic hive mind spray everybody with chemicals. And obviously it makes what goes up must come down. And it makes stuff more flammable. And, 
and you know, like like yeah, so, in so you know is, Hawaii there. This is kind of what what I'm talking about, where I'm I'm calling it you know critical mass, where like at a certain point you don't even need conspiracy, like you don't necessarily need operatives, like you are going to go burn down this forest at this time. They just sort of know. They just go, okay, if I go burn down a forest, they're going to call it climate change. They're not going to investigate it. I'm not going to get caught. The media is going to run with it. Like they just know to do this sort of stuff. So I call it critical mass. I also like your label, satanic NPC hive mind. That may, may be more accurate, Cody. Thank you, brother. No, it's like, it's a big agenda, but there's a great awakening now too. Like the Bible says, you know, I believe in God and you know, like God, Jesus is going to, he will come back and, and, you know, save us. So amen. Amen. Thank you for that call, but, Cody. I'm sorry I wasn't able to get to more calls today. I, I wanted to. We usually take a lot of calls on Friday. It's just been a big news day, and I, I really felt like I had to cover all this sort of stuff. And uh, notice, we are one of the only right-wing platforms that will talk trash about the ADL because they are a giant threat to our free speech and our freedoms. So I hope it's, uh, I hope it's worth it. I'm sorry I wasn't able to get to more calls, but I hope you support us at InfoWars.com. We'll be back with our guest. A lot of people have asked me, why is InfoWars Store at InfoWars Life not had a probiotic for more than three years? And the answer is simple. We only bring you the highest quality to lowest prices. We had a top maker, top certified of probiotics for more than seven years. They got bought by a libtard company and said, we're not doing business with you, Mr. Jones, anymore. Finally, we got a probiotic just as good or better with a top lab that loves our show. We're able to private label it under InfoWars MD as our probiotic formula. So you can get a super high quality probiotic for amazing gut health and more at InfoWarsStore.com for 25% off right now. Now, wherever you get your probiotics, is something everybody should be doing. But I'm asking you to try our probiotic. I think you're going to have an amazing effect and it funds our entire operation. So get your InfoWars MD probiotic today at InfoWarsStore.com. It's a high quality formula and it keeps us on the air. Take action now at InfoWarsStore.com.